ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ايها المسلمون ان الايمان بالله واليوم الاخر من اهم اصول الايمان ومن اعظم اركان الايمان وقد اكثر الله تعالى من ذكره في كتابه العظيم لينتبه العقلاء لذلك ويعد العده لهذا اليوم قبل ان يقول القائل يا ليتني قدمت لحياتي ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله وقبل ان يقول يا حسرته على ما فرطت في جنب الله ويوم القيامه يوم عظيم ايها المسلمون indeed iman in the last day is from the most important of the foundations of our iman and the most important of all of the arkan of iman and indeed allah azza wa jal has mentioned many times throughout his book his kitab al-azim his amazing book to warn the people of intelligence of this last day and to prepare them for this day such that no person can come on that day and say oh how i neglected and how i did not prepare for this day la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah and no person can say ya hasrata out of regret he exclaims and he calls out how i neglected the rights of allah azza wa jal and how i did not fulfill the commands of allah azza wa jal so the day or the last day known as the day of qiyamah is indeed a great day and it's referred to as the last day because there's no day after that there's no day in this world after that day <coughs> so as muslims we know it's one of the six pillars of our iman that we believe in the last day and this includes many things and it has many aspects attached to it the belief in the last day however o muslims 
When the son of Adam leaves this world and his soul departs and he's placed in his grave, then this is the first stage of the Akhirah. This is the first stage of what is known as the last day. Because the grave is the first stage of the year after. It is narrated in the hadith that Hani, the free slave of Uthman ibn Affan, radiallahu anhum, he said, when Uthman ibn Affan stood by a grave, he wept until his beard became wet. And it was said to him, you remember Jannah and Jahannam, but you do not weep. But you weep because of this? And he said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, the grave is the first stage of the Akhirah. Whoever is saved from it, whatever comes afterwards will be easier for him. But if he is not saved from it, what comes after will be worse for him. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, مَا رَأَيْتُ مَنْظَرًا إِلَّا وَالْقَبْرِ أَفْضَعُ مِنْهِ مَا رَأَيْتُ مَنْظَرًا إِلَّا وَالْقَبْرِ أَفْضَعُ مِنْهِ The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, I have not seen any sight, but the grave is more frightening than it. I have not seen any sight, but the grave is more frightening than it. أَخْرَجَهُ وَالتِّرْمِذِي And in a lengthy hadith, it's narrated from Al-Bara' radiallahu anhu who said, We went out with the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama for a janazah of a man from amongst the Ansar. We came to the grave and when the mayit was placed into the grave, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama, he sat down and we sat down around him as if there were birds on our heads. Al-Bara' he says, we sat down as if there were birds on our heads, meaning they were completely still and quiet. In his hand, he had a stick with which he was scratching the ground. Then he raised his head and he said, seek refuge with Allah from the torment of the grave. And he said this two or three times. He instructed his companions, Two or three times seek refuge with Allah from the torment of the grave. And then the Prophet وسلم, he said, When the believing slave is about to depart this world and enter the Akhirah, there comes down to him from the heavens angels with white faces like the sun, and they sit around him as far as the eye can see. This is for the, the mu'min. As he's about to depart, the malaika descend upon him with glowing faces, so much as far as the eye can see. They bring with them shrouds from paradise and perfumes from paradise. And then the angel of death comes and sits by his head and he says, أَيَّتُهَا النَّفْسُ الطَّيِّبَةُ أُخْرُجِي إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرِضْوَانِ أَيَّتُهَا النَّفْسُ الطَّيِّبَةِ The angel of death calls him and he says, O pure, good soul, come forth to the forgiveness of Allah. 
and his pleasure. And then his soul is removed like a drop of water from the mouth of a water skin. Implying that the soul is extremely smooth and gently removed. And when he seizes it, they do not leave it in his hand for an instant before they take it and put it in the shroud with that perfume. So immediately the body is put into the kafan from the kafan of Jannah. And the perfumes of the perfumes of Jannah. And from this body comes a fragrance like the finest musk on the face of this earth. And then these malaika, they ascend with the body, with the ruh, as the body is placed into the grave. But they do not pass any group of angels, but these angels call out and say, Who is this person? Who is this pure soul? And they say, It is so and so, the son of so and so. Calling him by the best names by which he was known in this world. And honor, like no honor in this dunya. Until they reach the lowest heaven. And they ask for it to be opened to them, and it is opened. And the soul is welcomed in Jannah. And accompanied to the next heaven. By those who are closest to Allah. Until they reach the seventh heaven. And then Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, اُكْتُبُوا كِتَابَ عَبْدِي فِي عِلِّيِّينَ فِي السَّمَاءِ السَّابِعَةِ وَأَعِيدُوهُ إِلَى الْأَرْضِ فَإِنِّي مِنْهَا خَلَقْتَهُمْ وَفِيهَا أُعِيدُهُمْ وَمِنْهَا أُخْرِجُهُمْ تَارَةً أُخْرَى Allah then says, Record the book of my slave in Al-Illiyin, meaning the highest of the best of the best, in the seventh heaven, and returning to the earth, for from it I created them, and to it I will return them, and from it I will bring forth them once again. So his soul is then returned to his body in the grave. And there comes to him two angels who make him sit up straight. And they say to him, Man Rabbuk, who is your Lord? And he says, Allah. And they say to him, Wama dinuk, and what is your religion? And he says, My religion is Al Islam, Dini Islam. And they say, Who is this man who was sent amongst you? And he responds and he says, He is the messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then they say to him, What did you do? Meaning in your life. And he says, I recited the book of Allah, and I believed in it. And then a voice calls out from heaven, An sadaqa abdi, my slave has spoken the truth. فَأَفْرِشُوهُ مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ وَأَلْبِسُوهُ مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ وَافْتَحُوا لَهُ بَابًا إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ so prepare for him a bed from paradise and clothe him from paradise and open for him a gate to paradise. And then there comes to him the fragrance of Jannah. And his grave is made extremely wide as far as the eye can see. This is how he lives in his grave. It's not restricted. It's not claustrophobic. It's extremely wide as far as the eye can see. And then there comes to him a man with a handsome face and handsome beautiful clothing and a beautiful fragrance who says, receive the glad tidings that will bring you joy this day. And this man, he says, who are you? The mayit, he responds to this man, who are you? Your face is a, is a face that brings happiness. It brings glad tidings. And he says, Ana amaluka salih. I am your righteous deeds. That companion in the grave 
will only be your righteous deeds. And then this mayit, he says, Ya Rabbi, aqim sa'ah. Ya Rabbi, aqim sa'ah. Oh my Lord, hasten the hour. Bring forth Qiyamah. Bring forth Qiyamah. He cannot wait for Qiyamah. Because he understands if this is the pleasure in the grave, then the pleasure in Qiyamah and what's after Qiyamah will be way, way more than this. But on the other hand, when the disbelieving slave is about to depart this world and enter the year after, there comes to him from the heavens angels with black faces, bringing sackcloth, like dirty robes, and they sit around him as far as the eye can see. And then the angel of death comes and sits by his head and says, Ayyatuha nafsul khabitha. O evil, filthy soul, come forth to the wrath of Allah and his anger. And then his soul disperses inside his body and comes out cutting the veins and the nerves like a skewer passes through wet wool. The exact opposite. His soul is ripped out and pulled out and it shreds everything from within. When he seizes the soul, they do not leave it in his hand for an instant before they take it and put it into this cloth that came from Jahannam. And there comes from it a stench, like the foulest stench of a dead body on the face of this earth. And they ascend with it, and they do not pass any group of angels, but they say, who is this evil person? Who is this evil soul? And the Malaika say, this is so-and-so, the son of so-and-so, calling him by the worst names by which he was known in this world. Until they reach the lowest heaven, they ask for it to be opened, and it will not be opened for him. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recited a verse on the Qur'an and he said, لا تفتح لهم أبواب السماء ولا يدخلون الجنة حتى يرج الجمل في سم الخياط. He recited the verse in Surah Al-A'raf, verse number 40, where Allah says, For them the gates of heaven will never be opened. It will not be opened. And they will not enter paradise until the camel goes through the eye of the needle. That this will never happen. And then he said that Allah says, Record the book of my slave in a sijin, in the lowest earth. And returning to the earth, from it I created them. To it I will return them. And from it I will bring forth once again. And so his soul is cast down. And then the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recited another verse and he said, وَمَنْ يُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ فَكَأَنَّمَا خَرَّ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ فَتَخْطَفُهُ الطِّيرُ فَتَخْطَفُهُ الطَّيرُ أَوْ تَهْوِي بِهِ الْرِيحُ فِي مَحْكَانٍ سَحِيقٍ And whoever assigns partners with Allah, it is as if he had fallen from the sky, and the birds had snatched him, or the wind had thrown him to a far-off place. And this is the example of the mushrik, that he is completely lost. It's as if he has been dropped from the sky and just thrown out into the world. And then he said, his soul is returned to his body. And there comes to him two angels who make him sit up straight and they say to him, Man Rabbuk, who is your Lord? And he says, Ah, ah, la adri. He sighs and he says, Ah, as if to say, oh, I don't know. La adri, I don't know. And they say to him, What is your religion? And he says, Ah, ah, la adri, I don't know. And then a voice calls out from heaven, 
It says, prepare for him a bed from hell. And clothe him from hell. And open for him a gate to hell. And then there comes to him some of the heat from Jahannam. And some hot wind. And his grave is constricted and compresses him. Until his ribs interlock. And then there comes to him a man with an ugly face. And ugly clothing. And a foul stench who says, receive the bad news. This is the day that you were promised. And he says, who are you? Your face is a face which forebodes evil. It only brings sadness or grief or evil. And he says, I am your evil deeds. And the man then says, O oh Lord, do not let the hour come. Do not let the hour come. And this is the, the contrasting state of the two parties. The righteous person versus the evil person. And how they will be in their graves. May Allah protect us. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Aqulu hadha al-qawl. Wa astaghfiru Allah al-azima li wa lakum. Wa li walidayya wa li walidikum. Wa li sa'ili al-muslimina min kulli dhamb. Wa astaghfiru innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Alhamdulillah ala ihsanih. والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون عن أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنه قال اللهم لا عيش إلا عيش الآخرة اللهم لا عيش Anas ibn Malik, he said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Oh Allah, there is no life but the life of the Akhirah. Oh Allah, there is no life but the life of the year after. فَاغْفِرْ لِلْأَنصَارِ وَالْمُهَاجِرَةِ So forgive the Ansar and the Muhajirun. And this hadith is, is the haqq. There is no real life but the life of the Akhirah. And as we can see from the previous ahadith, the state of the person in the Qabr. And what's to come after that will only be more extreme. If it's goodness, the goodness will only be multiplied. If it's evil, then the evil will only be more severe. Wallahu musta'an. So the lesson from these ahadith is very simple. فَأَيْنَ تَذْهَبُونَ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, where are you heading? And that's the question we need to ask ourselves. Where are we heading? Which path are we on? What will our state in the Qabr be like? When the malaika comes to us, will it be white glowing faces or will it be dark ugly faces? When the malaika calls out, when the angel of death calls out, will it be ayyatuhan nafsul tayyibah? Or will it be ayyatun nafsul khabitha? And this is the question each person needs to ask himself. And, al-kayyisu mandana nafsahu. As this famous saying of Umar ibn Khattab goes, the intelligent person is the one who takes himself into account before he's taken account of. He reckons with himself before he is going to be reckoned with. 
So the weak, the believer, on a daily basis, this should be his status. Or this should be his hal. That he asks himself all the time, where am I going? Where am I heading? Where is my deeds going to take me? Am I going to see the righteous deeds in front of me in the grave? Or will it be my evil deeds which will overcome and be with me in the grave? May Allah Azza wa Jalla protect us. And may, may He make us of those who are successful in this world, in the Akhirah and in the Barzakh. And may He protect us from the torments of the grave as well as the torments which are to follow after that in the Akhirah. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Hada wa sallu wa sallimu ra'akum Allah ala Bashir al-Nadir wa siraj al-Munir Muhammad ibn Abdullah faqad amarakum Allah bithalika fi kitabih faqala azza min qailin alima inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-Nabi ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima faqala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam man salla alayya salatan sallallahu alayhi biha ashra Allahumma salli ala Muhammad وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين وأذل البدع والمبتدعين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم أحسن خاتمتنا على الإيمان اللهم أحسن خاتمتنا على الإيمان اللهم أحسن خاتمتنا على الإيمان ونعوذ بك من عذاب القبر ونعوذ بك من عذاب جهنم يا أرحم الراحمين يا رحمن يا رحيم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وادخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين أقيم الصلاة